0: This This is Rock and Roll Roll English. English. Real people, real Real English. English. Here's your host, Martin Martin Johnson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English, episode number 278, baby. Oh, yeah. In today's episode, I speak to the Hell Razor. Yes, he is back raising hell. And we speak about holidays, and more specifically, the first holiday you have without your parents, which I actually shared with the Hellraiser. So we speak about that quite a lot. Also known as a lads holiday, lads, just boys, basically. So there are lots of stories about fish bowls, frozen chips, roller skates on sand, and much, much more. You may have heard one or two of these stories before. I'm not actually sure what stories I have told on this podcast. But even if you have heard them, I make no apologies because I love hearing the stories again. It's like watching a great film more than once, isn't it? But anyway, speaking of stories, I have some exciting news. Pay attention to this podcast on Wednesday, because I am going to make a special podcast about my upcoming online course that will be called Fluency via Pronunciation and Storytelling. Okay, it will be an online course with live lessons starting in mid September, and like the title says, it will focus on pronunciation. And storytelling because I truly, 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 truly believe this will help you and help you achieve your goal of becoming more fluent in English. And I'm very excited about this because I have put so much, so much work into this. In fact, let's say it's the product of my whole English teaching life, which is 12 years now that I have been teaching English and all of the knowledge I have put into this course. But I won't mention any more about it because I will talk to you about it on Wednesday. So here is the conversation with the Hellraiser. I will talk to you all again at the end. Happy listening. Hellraiser, how are you today? Very good, Martin. You? Always fantastic, Hellraiser. Always fantastic. Although you have disturbed me quite a lot. We had agreed one o'clock you move the time to 12 o'clock and you know it's affected my lunch I like to I've got a set routine eat podcast so will this affect my performance I don't know
1: well let's find out it'd be good to see how you perform why don't you just have a power bar or something just before lunch I,
0: I did have a piece of my auntie's cake that she made for me
1: it's not your birthday is it what's the cake for
0: Every day is my birthday, okay, with my aunt, okay? She loves me so much that every day is my birthday, okay? That's good to hear, wholesome. Um, And also, actually, some news for everyone. You are living in Switzerland now, Hellraiser, aren't you?
1: Yes, that's correct.
0: I thought the Swiss are famous for always being on time, so what happened?
1: Well, I'm just getting used to the place, um, and uh, yeah, timeliness I need to work on. Exactly.
0: So, anyway, Hellraiser, how do we usually start the show? Reviews. Yes. Do you think we have one? Yeah, I'm confident. Good, because we do. And this one is from Abdumalik1117, who has also joined the R&R family recently. And it says, the best podcast ever. I've been listening to the podcast for a couple of weeks and I really enjoy it and love the topics that Martin chooses. I like the host's personality and how he speaks simply and informally as a real friend. Thank you, Martin. Please keep going. I love your podcast. Heart emoji times two. Oh, wow. So thank you so much for that, Malik. A fantastic review. Um, and he mentioned how he loves my personality. I was just wondering, Hellraiser, if you love my personality too.
1: Not really. No, I've not really ever really enjoyed it, to be honest. I think it is better <laughs> when you're on the podcast. But I think that's because you're not being yourself. <laughs>
0: yeah, this isn't... I'm normally a complete idiot, but on the podcast, I'm less of an idiot. Yeah, exactly. So on to today's topic. Um, I've already told you what we're talking about, Hellraiser, but to tell the listeners. So I recently went on holiday, a family holiday, and it got me thinking about other holidays that I went on. And I suddenly thought of the holiday that we had together, Hellraiser, in 2003 in uh, Falaraki, in Greece, um, which could be described as a lads holiday, like the first time you go away on holiday with your friends, obviously boys. So lads, obviously there were girls holidays as well. So I thought we could talk about them. OK,
1: sounds great. Uh, it's very uh, it's going to be very triggering. A lot, of, a lot of stuff happened
0: in that holiday. <laughs> exactly. Um, although I must admit, the holiday I just went on was very different um, the only, I think, crazy thing that I did on the recent holiday was go to bed without setting an alarm. It's uh, it's a crazy experience when you do that. You think, fucking hell, I am living. I'm going to bed. No alarm. Just wake up when I want.
1: Well, you brought your kid with you, didn't you? So And your wife. So I'm quite happy that it wasn't the same as uh, the <laughs> holiday we had uh, in
0: in August of '03. <laughs> Uh, yeah, quite a few differences. So, I thought we could talk about the steps of this holiday, okay? Um, so, like the first time, basically, you go away on holiday with your friends. We're calling this Lads Holiday because obviously, you know, we're Lads, aren't we, Hellraiser? Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> Absolutely. So, first of all, you get to the airport, really crazy. Your mum generally takes you mm-hmm. when you're that age. I, I think that's what happened. I can't remember with ours.
1: Didn't we? I thought we got a lift with your dad.
0: Oh right, okay, mum or dad, yeah. yeah. Um And so he, you start. He, off...
1: Didn't he wanted to give us some uh, some last minute advice about uh, how to pick up women? I think in the car <laughs> on the way to the airport, which came in really handy.
0: <laughs> yeah, because without that advice, what would we have done? Hey, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I just remember trying to get out the car as quickly as possible before receiving advice from my dad about how to find women
1: luckily he locked the door so we couldn't get out (laughs) no you need to hear this boys you need to hear this (laughs) (laughs) listen
0: to an expert okay (laughs) Uh, so yeah so it started really well and then this thing definitely happened to us you get to the airport and you think right this is it this is the big time now i'm going on holiday with my friends and then you look around and there are other in our case boys doing the same who are much bigger more muscly and then you kind of think oh should we just should we just go home now
1: <laughs> yep that thought did go through uh a couple of times didn't it you go full, full, full of energy like cock of the walk and then you get there and realize that there's a lot more um Bigger, more handsome and uh <laughs> northern people that go on a holiday yeah. with you.
0: And suddenly all the advice from my dad that we had got just you kind of thought, Well, I'm I'm definitely never talking to a girl now because look at those, they're real boys, they're big <laughs> boys. And I still have that sensation now. I still sometimes see someone and think well, he's a real he's a real man, he's a real boy, he's got actual muscles.
1: <laughs> What like when when you go to the supermarket and see people in front of you in the queue?
0: It's strange you say that because I was at the supermarket the other day and there was someone that was wearing a ridiculously tight t-shirt because muscly people generally do that, don't they? They could get bigger t-shirts, but they want to show off those muscles. So he was wearing a t-shirt that probably would fit me, um, and I actually couldn't stop looking at his muscles and also thinking exactly that again like that's a real man he's probably 10 years younger than me but he just looks like someone that you know drinks beer and is a real man he looks like someone that could fix a problem in your house
1: (laughs) someone who can drink beer fix problems and wear small t-shirts that's a man in
0: in in your mind is it (laughs) that's generally the definition but um so the next one um so when you get there it's obviously hot you go to somewhere hot um so the big thing is a tan okay trying to get a tan um <laughs> and i think it was on that exact holiday hellraiser where someone referred to you <laughs> as, as a frozen chip
1: i believe yeah that was good though that was quite an inventive nickname i think i was in the pool and um it was the owner of the hotel, Stelios, who, <laughs> Stereo, sure. who threw uh, a piece of ice at me, <laughs> and asked, shouted, and asked me why I hadn't got a tan, and uh, then called me a frozen chip. Which was good. It was yeah. it was really good for my confidence at that point as a young eighteen year old <laughs> uh, skinny man boy.
0: <laughs> Yeah, so just the frozen chip thing worked so well because it worked on two levels, didn't it? Because you were very skinny and very white. So it it worked on so many levels. That was the great thing about it.
1: Definitely, yeah. No, it was clever. <laughs> I've got to give him that. It was clever.
0: Um, I, on the other hand, thought, you know, I've I've got Mediterranean skin. My grandparents are Italian. I don't need suntan lotion. Um, and I think I was quite proud of that. I thought it kind of differentiated me that was my thing some people wear tight t-shirts and have muscles i didn't need to wear suntan lotion and then very quickly got a very red nose um and which which doesn't help with my nose anyway so uh quick, quickly changed strategy on that one
1: there was quite a lot of shouts out from people that were saying rudolph it's not christmas yet go back to the stable wasn't it
0: uh, generally mostly coming from you i must admit I, I didn't hear many other people say that except you did it a
1: lot though <laughs> doesn't matter where it came from it just happened a lot definitely happened rudolph get back it's not christmas time <laughs> you're too early
0: yeah that that did happen a lot you're right um but i think it's also important to underline that it also came from you a lot sure um, sure. so so, yeah. And then, obviously, there's one thing, obviously, the, the drinking, drinking from a fish bowl as well, which is something I have on my list. Um, so, yeah, something that fish normally swim in for some reason on these types of holidays are the things that everybody drinks from, which I'm not sure. with Covid now, does that still happen?
1: Maybe that's where Covid came from.
0: <laughs> I I think you might be right. Um, but yeah, it's pre-COVID time, so just get your straws in and and get drinking, basically. Get in there. Um, and something else that sometimes may happen on these holidays is it says here trivial arguments, like w- arguments with your friends, because you're you're there, you're spending a lot of time together. There's a lot of alcohol involved, and um, I think as well, Reza, you suffered from this. Was did you get punched in the face? and a glass thrown at you was that is that correct
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was a mild argument i was a disagreement I'm not sure not really sure what happened but uh yeah i did get punched and a cup of glass thrown at me <laughs> i think i, I uh, call, called my mum told her about it <laughs> said i wanted to come home
0: <laughs> <laughs> just a standard uh day in the life of the hellraiser punched and a glass or well, normally it's one of the two but this you've actually got both this time
1: double header yeah <laughs> classic the double
0: although um, i'm happy to report the glass didn't connect um just the punch <laughs> yeah and hey, i also but- want to say it, was, it wasn't me doing this i wasn't <laughs> punching the hellraiser although there were many times i did want to punch you For example, when you constantly were calling me Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer. So, (laughs)
1: yeah, fair enough.
0: But I refrained. So I stopped myself from doing that. But something you mentioned there, actually, um, about calling your mum, especially when we did this in 2003, communication was obviously very difficult. So, you know, getting in contact with people from home, uh, it cost about £50 a minute to call (laughs) someone abroad, um, at that point but I, I do remember our good friend Mental Marky Mark um, got too drunk one night and I, I had my phone and then I noticed my phone had been moved so then when I went to find it it was next to his bed and then I looked at recent calls and he had called 999 so he had he had called an ambulance from England
1: from the British police <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well I'd imagine yeah well that's a good point because 999 in England is the emergency number you can phone the fire brigade the police or um an ambulance so he was he was definitely after one of those three um I'm guessing an ambulance but could have been a fire engine um and so he he'd phoned the ambulance to pick him up to go from England to Greece um unsurprisingly it didn't it didn't arrive but um but you cannot fault him for effort. There, he was in a
1: bad. He was in a bad way. He was in a bad way. And I think at that point there wasn't much, you know, empathy between uh, between boys. Um, <laughs> basically, if something happened to you, people would not help you, and they would just laugh at you. Um, so his only option was to call the. Uh, the Brit- the British emergency services. I think that's that's that speaks volumes, really, doesn't it? For how much, yeah. how much of uh, how much dicks we were to each other. you would no, rather call the British yep. police than us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> absolutely valid point. Because yeah, you're, you're right. Mental health is a big issue these days, but um, back then, not not taken so seriously, was it? Didn't in, exist. In fact, if anything,
1: <laughs> I don't think it. Ex- I don't think it existed. I think it started in around two thousand and six. Uh, well i
0: i think the whole thing exists now because of the damage done then that's what that's what i think exactly that's (laughs) mind-blowing
1: that is a good that is a theory
0: absolutely so another one i've got here is skinny dipping so um in fact tell the listeners what does skinny dipping mean hellraiser
1: just uh swimming with uh in your birthday suit with no clothes
0: (laughs) fantastic your birthday suit. Um now again we didn't do that. Well I certainly didn't. I don't remember you doing that either mainly because the advice from my dad didn't work so we, we didn't find any girls to do it with. Um but that that's generally what happens on these holidays I've heard.
1: We could have we could have gone skinny dipping just the the five of us together. <laughs> that would have been <laughs> that would have been as exciting as it would have got.
0: Yeah, it def- Definitely would have been less fun doing it with um, with my male friends. But um, yeah, one of my friends did this in Sicily, actually. Um, And then obviously what happens, you generally get moved around by the sea. And then he went back and um, all of his things had been stolen. Mm -hmm. And so he had to walk back to his house, which was about five kilometers um, <laughs> luckily he did have some pants on, but he just had to walk back to his house across a very busy road because he had, he had no money for the bus. He had no phone and no shoes, just walking. And then he actually had to ask, um, I think, um, a, I'm trying to think of that. A fireman. I was going to say a fire officer for a minute, a fireman to, to use the ladder so he could get up on his own balcony.
1: Did the fireman let him?
0: Apparently, he managed to get back in. Obviously, he had no, <laughs> no form of ID to show that he lived there. Um, but I think he explained the situation. I think the fireman probably guessed that there was a reason why he was walking around the street with no clothes on.
1: Was it a real fireman or was it just a guy walking <laughs> with a ladder? is it not, you don't you just see that many firemen just walking in the street, do you? It's just a maybe it was a painter decorator with a hat on. <laughs>
0: That's a good point. Uh, I, I would have to confirm that. I would, with the, I would. it's got some holes story. in it, that one, right? Okay. Um, so what else do I have here? While I was trying to find um things on these lads' holiday, I did come across a tweet which I just thought was hilarious. So I'm just going to share this with you. So someone tweeted once. The 18-year-old boy at work has just told me he's worried about going on a lad's holiday on Friday because every time his feet touch sand, he gets an erection. And I don't know what to do with this information.
1: (laughs) Wow, what what a secret skill. That's got to come in handy sometimes, hasn't it?
0: Every time his feet touch the sand, he gets an erection. (laughs) I don't know why specifically feet. Maybe if he just walks on his hands or something. I'm not sure if it's immediate as well.
1: (laughs) Get some roller skates.
0: Yeah, that's going to be difficult, isn't it? To roller skate on sand. (laughs) That's good. That's going to be a disaster. I think this will be a solid look as well, you know, swimming costume plus roller skates. Um, but one thing actually which we have to mention before we go because we are going to continue this in the family hellraiser and talk about the x-rated stuff um but the um it says here the misguided tattoo so when you get like a fake tattoo when you're on holiday and on our our lads holiday you got one (laughs) on your stomach which said thug life if i remember so thug like basically a crazy person which was inspired by the rapper Tupac Um, didn't didn't last that long that tattoo did it Hellraiser
1: got God rest his soul Um, (laughs) no it it was the the tattoo didn't last long. no it was written in some kind of like marker pen wasn't it (laughs) obviously I went to difficult to to difficult to get rid of marker pen (laughs) went to a phone party and uh, there's a lot of detergent in the air so disappeared quite quickly, luckily for me and everybody else. Didn't you get your actual t- your foot tattoo of a, uh, from a lad's holiday with Russ?
0: Actually, I got that on a lad's holiday that involved just me, um, <laughs> which I'm not sure if it can be considered a lad's holiday if you go alone. Um, but yeah, that was when um, I was in Asia, exploring Asia and exploring myself. Um, I did go to Asia with Boom Boom once, but that time was um, a solo trip. Um, and I got it, it says the date in which I left, and it's written in Thai. And then I went to an internet cafe and checked the numbers, and he just wrote completely different numbers to the numbers I actually asked for. So
1: Good on him. And doesn't it look like it says BJ? Or
0: That's the other one.
1: That's the other one. Ah, yeah, yeah
0: so i've got two ridiculous tattoos but your first one um you got in arabic across your back and um to, that spelt the word dangerous in arabic i believe
1: since i uh have traveled to arab speaking countries i realized that that's not true
0: it's <laughs> but quite- it's, it's just that, <laughs> the idea that you went into a tattoo parlor place and said can I have dangerous in Arabic written on my back well, on, <laughs> because I'm dangerous? <laughs> as a 15
1: year old in uh, living in Chelmsford in Essex. Yeah.
0: OK, so we are going to have to stop the conversation there because unfortunately with the Hellraiser, we did have some technical problems, as you can hear here with the recording. Are you still there, Hellraiser? Okay, I think you've got dodgy internet.
1: I am, yeah. Just a bit jumpy. New new fibre.
0: Yeah, I thought in Switzerland it would be be top-notch. But apparently in Switzerland, they don't have unbelievable internet. Well, certainly the Hellraiser doesn't. So for R&R family members, don't worry, because this conversation continues in the family area in tomorrow's podcast. If you're not in the Rock and Roll English family, remember... Membership opens for 48 hours every time the podcast stops early like today. So if you go to slash family, you can become a member and listen to the rest of the story. So let's have a look at this week's r r vocab, which, remember, is on the show notes. So just go to com, podcast episodes and the latest podcast. So I mentioned to the Hellraiser that the holiday I recently went on got me thinking about other holidays in the past. So a lovely term that got me thinking. It made me think about the Hellraiser described arriving at the airport as cock of the walk, which is a lovely term to basically mean to be the leader. OK, the coolest person in the world. You're on holiday with your friends. You feel like a million dollars cock of the walk. And then you see some bigger boys. Um, I mentioned tight t-shirts show off muscles. So when you show off, it's like saying to people, look, I want to show you this, how fantastic I am. We spoke about getting a tan. Now this word is often confused. I hear a tan when your skin goes bronze, let's say, um, when the Hellraiser spoke about being called a frozen chip, he said, oh, I've got to give him that. So I've got to give him that. I've got to give him credit. It was a good joke. Um, I spoke about how I didn't need sun cream or I thought I didn't. And it differentiated me. A lovely word, more than two syllables that I actually understand that means obviously it made me different. We spoke about trivial arguments, so arguments about stupid things. I said that I refrained from punching the Hellraiser, so I had to stop myself because many times I wanted to. Um, We spoke about mental Marky Mark and you cannot fault him for effort, so you cannot say anything bad about his effort. And the Hellraiser said, yeah, that speaks volumes about what dicks we were back then. So that says a lot about how horrible we were. We spoke about being under the influence of alcohol, a nice way to say you're drunk, basically. The Hellraiser used the lovely term swimming in your birthday suit as a way to say you're naked. And we spoke about skinny dipping, which remember is going swimming In your birthday suit, going swimming generally at night, often drunk in the sea, wearing no clothes. But remember, all of this vocab is on the website com. Go to podcast episodes and the latest podcast, and I will see you all on wednesday for the special podcast about my upcoming course so thanks a lot everyone for listening i will see you very soon but in the meantime just keep on rocking baby thanks so much for listening to rock and roll english for more great content and to stay up to date visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rock and roll english we'll catch you next time